Thanks for tuning in to the Student Services Leadership Team podcast, where we strive to help students for life after high school and the success in between. Whether it's learning about academics or college and careers, we hope you find the insight you're looking for. Hello and welcome back to another Sandberg SSLT podcast. I'm your host, Adonola Ogadembi, and today we are joined by the outstanding Mr. Brigham. Mr. Brigham is undoubtedly an amazing social studies teacher with over 30 years of experience here at Sandberg, who has been a role model for so many of us here today. So first off, Mr. Brigham, how are you today? Well, after that introduction, pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. It's <laughs> good to hear. I don't know if there's anything truth in there, but... No. <laughs> It's great to hear. So jumping right into it, tell us about what subjects you teach and how many years of experience you have. Feel free to elaborate. Uh, so I've been, te- this is my 29th year teaching. Uh, I've been teaching AP U.S. History for 25 years and AP World History for 15 years. Oh, wow. And would you say like you enjoyed the, teaching those classes? You didn't want to like, no, switch no. off to uh, I So before... Before I taught those, I taught almost everything. I taught Chicago history, I've taught economics, I've taught Team U.S. history, I've taught uh, government. Um, that's about it. Yeah. So, and I taught in Scotland for a year. So wow. So I taught Scottish history and English history. So. It's a really cool experience. I actually so. took AP World last year, and um, I'm really looking forward to taking a push next year as a junior, so that'll be super exciting. But tell us, have you ever graded an AP test? And if so, please tell us about that experience and please explain how this helped you to become a better teacher. So I've never actually graded for the AP. Um, Main reason is uh, when I started doing AP US History 25 years ago, I came up with an idea. I don't know how I thought of it, but I thought uh, it would be a great idea to give a practice exam for my kids. And so uh, I've always done that ever since. I give a practice exam every year for all the AP kids. And that requires a lot of grading. Um, This year, I think it was 41 hours. Um, So I'm pretty tapped out by the end of the year when it comes to grading. So um, here's what I will say for younger teachers. It's a really good idea to go to AP grading. Some of our younger teachers are actually going this year, and that's going to help them a lot. Um, I've graded so much now over the last 25 years. um, I'm pretty sure my grading is pretty spot on. Yeah, right, right. So what resources have you equipped your students with to help them succeed during testing? The biggest thing is critical analysis. Like that's, you have to, like I have a colleague many years ago, he's retired, who said all they're looking for is that you can think your way through an exam. So having enough knowledge and having enough um, information to be able to handle any kind of question that's thrown at you and then just not worry about the question but like think about what you know and then put down what you know. All they're ever looking for on an AP exam is, is that you have independent thought and that you show what you learn. One of the things I love about teaching AP is there's there's nothing wrong. Like there's no such thing as marking off something wrong. It's how much do you know? They're measuring the amount of things that you know. Right. No, I totally agree with everything you said. I remember when I took AP World last year, um, having to really dedicate a lot of time to reviewing over the course of months. And even now as a sophomore taking macro and gov, I can have really. And um, why would you recommend a student to take AP World or APUSH considering their intense course load that the courses entail? Well, two things. Number one, here at Sandberg, I would like to argue that we don't make them as intense as other schools do. Um, We try to make them accessible to kids. The fact that we have the largest freshman program in the entire country, um, I think, is because even though it's challenging, and I'm sure you know from last year, it's also we don't overwhelm you so much that you guys can't focus on other things as freshmen, basically. Um, uh, The other thing is... um, 
Uh, sorry, I'm just blanking out here for a minute. <laughs> no, mind. you're fine. Um, uh, the other thing is, is just um, basically um, realizing it's a challenging curriculum, but I always start the class every year, all my classes with, you're not in there to learn the history. If you end up learning history, that's great. You're in there to learn uh, reading, writing, and critical analysis. And like, I've sold that for years. Those are college skills. Um, you know, I, next week I have a bunch of former students coming back from college to talk to my juniors. Um, they'll tell them every year that like, that's the big thing. Like, if you know how to think and write, college is, is easy. Like, you know, you're yeah. prepared for it. And so uh, we love that we're been able for the last 15 years to get you guys ready starting as freshmen and you guys just get better and better than each year. So. Exactly and it's imperative that we push and challenge ourselves too and uh, what would you say is the best way for students to prepare for the exam now that testing season has started you know today was the AP world test last week Friday was a push uh, what's your advice? So the big thing is and this is I think the biggest weakness to be honest high school students and I tell them this all the time is you guys basically like you, you hear a lot of students like I studied the night before the test. I studied. Yeah. You <laughs> can't study the night before an AP <laughs> test. You're like, so you should start realizing that, and your teachers will tell you this, all your teachers will tell you this, you're studying for the test from like the second day you're in the class. So you, you have to remember that there's an end result. It's, you know, especially with the freshmen, they've never had that before. Mm -hmm. They've never even taken a final exam when they've come to this school. So, so the fact that they have this AP test that they're taking, um, I think it's really important for them to realize that like this is a cumulative thing and that it's not a sprint you've got all year you don't have to worry about it but on the side note like remember to accumulate that information as you go that being said once we get back from spring break that's that's like when like the, I've always my favorite saying is history is a good story told we can't tell the whole story until you know the end well, the great thing is, is that we finished the book usually sometime in early April. Now you know the whole story. Now we can go back and we can review the story and see what the major characters are, the major time periods. Kind of, you know, we call that, as you guys know, in, in class periodization. And so it's it's now you've got everything you need. Now it's just kind of putting it in the right place. I think that's a great outlook. Yeah. And what are some incentives that you've put in place to make uh, the AP journey a little bit easier for your students? Uh, we, especially for the freshmen, um, we have what we, we call like a college curve. Um, uh, so everything we do, we usually curve up to like an 80%. So um, quizzes, tests, um, for tests we do retesting, which is a great process. And, and it's, it's a win-win because you guys get what you want, which is a higher grade. <laughs> we get what we want is you guys learn how to do the questions better. And that's and and again, I my anyone who's had me knows I don't really care about grades. You know, I have to give them. I use them as motivation. I know you guys care about them, but grades are just you know they're just markers. They don't mean anything. Um, it's it's what you're learning in the class, and so I kind of use that to drive. And then you know, obviously, we give kids uh, extra credit for for um, you know, especially the freshmen for coming to reviews and stuff, just to you know, not to make them study, but to encourage them that like this is how you do it. You don't wait till the night before and stuff like that and the other thing is we try to you know during the year it's hard to read on a weekly basis you guys get busy you've got sports you've got you know activities you've got lots of other classes and just kind of you know staying on the same page basically and, and kind of staying focused and stuff so. yeah and lastly how do you how do taking AP tests help you beyond your academics and into your future whether it be college work and more like what's the greater long-term effect or continuity 
again, it's so I, I and, and people who know me know that I, I do care about the task. But the big thing for me is the skills. It, it is like if you guys leave my class and you have a greater appreciation for history, great. Um, I've had many kids leave my class and go, I'm glad you'll be the last history teacher I ever had. <laughs> and that's fine because they know that when they get to college, they can be engineers or doctors and they can solve all the great problems of the world. And I have absolutely no problem with that. Um, but um, I will say that the one thing with the test is, it, and it's changed since I've, I've been teaching, I've been teaching for so long, is now it's, um, it gives, I, what I've found for most of my kids, flexibility. So when you guys get to college, you don't always know what you're going to do. You don't know what you're going to major in. You don't, most of you don't know what minors are. Um, in today's world, being able to double major and, and be a minor in something can give you more flexibility in the workplace. Well, if you have more college credits when you enter college, it will give you more flexibility to do the things that you want to do. So it's just, and every school is different, and it's, I could fill a book with what I've been told by students about what they think they know about AP credit, but, um, you know, you're not going to know until you pick a college how much that's going to benefit you. And I've seen a million different things. When I first started, engineering students could never travel abroad because engineering programs are so strict. Now I have engineering students who finish an engineering degree in four years and they still get to do a semester abroad. So it, it's totally individualized for every single student. So like I usually try to sell it as an AP exam, not only is the skill building, but it's also the, um, the flexibility that credits will provide you when you get to college. All right. And that concludes today's podcast. Thank you so much for all the useful information and your time here, Mr. Brigham. We truly appreciate all that you do. Make sure to listen to all of our future and past podcasts on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Or check out our Instagram and Twitter at SSLT underscore Sandberg to find new information. And check out our website while you're at it. That link can be found in our Insta bio. Thank you.